Welcome to Textonation. Joining us are Samuel Green, a product specialist, and Eric Bartow, director of marketing at Zoom. Thank you for joining us, Samuel and Eric. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Eric, I'll let you start off uh, first. Give us a little background for folks who aren't familiar with with the company. Tell us tell us some background about Zoom. Sure. Uh, so Zoom Corporation is a Tokyo, Japan-based company who started in the early 80s. And basically, the company started with mainly guitar effects processors um, and became, you know, pretty pretty sought after units early on, including the nine. 002 and the 505 pedal a couple of years later. So that's how the company kind of had um, had got started. So our roots are definitely planted in the musician side of, uh, of our business. And then from there, you know, the handheld recorders hit with the first H4 and then the uh, H2, H4N, et cetera. And that was the first time the company started to serve customers in the film and sound design side of, uh, of the creative process. So the company is really good in that sense that we still have our musician roots and a lot of our products are, are passionately used by musicians, but now we make tools specifically for and embraced by the filmmaking community, which puts us in a really good spot to support creators of all types. And a little disclosure, as a radio journalist over the years, I've, I've used your products uh, as well, uh, going back quite a ways and uh, always have been impressed. So now you've got some new things. Uh, arriving on the market uh, that really expand your capabilities. Uh, Samuel, I'll let you get into, first of all, you've got a a new recorder designed for, I guess, VR-type recording. Tell tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so we recently, um, actually just last week, started shipping our new H3 VR. Now, uh, to record audio for VR for 360 videos, you know, these are... uh, VR headsets are becoming more popular. We're all seeing more 360-degree videos on Facebook and YouTube. Um, And to capture the video, it's pretty simple. You need a 360-degree camera. But to do the audio, uh, you can't use a standard recorder. You can't use standard stereo. Um, You need to be able to create a 360-degree sound field. Um, And so to do that, um, the standard is to use what's called ambisonics. And so that is Um, At its most basic, a four-channel audio feed um, captured with four microphones and uh, decoded from those four microphones to create a 360-degree sound field. So previous to us releasing this unit, it was pretty difficult to record this audio. It required a fairly expensive microphone, at least $1,000, an audio recorder to plug it into that had some specialized features. so it was an expensive process and it was a difficult process because it took some uh, some processing on your computer after you recorded as well. We've now kind of boiled that down into one package. So the H3VR has your Ambisonics four-channel microphone built right on top, has the recorder, put in an SD card, you power it with batteries, and so it can capture those four channels of audio and encode it into the proper 360-degree sound field necessary uh, to then combine that with either a 360-degree video or if you're creating other VR experiences um, to mix in with that. So it was it's previously been a fairly difficult process and, and pretty expensive, but we've, uh, we've been able to design this recorder to kind of give that recording ability to the masses um, at a, a really great price. 
And tell us about that physical design, because uh, what you've packed into something that appears to be not terribly big is pretty amazing. Yeah, and, and you know, you get it in your hand, it's less than six inches tall, um, and, you know, the the actual physical design of it was, was very important, because if you're picking up sound from every direction, uh, that needs to be clean audio, so... If you look at a picture of this unit, it's a cone design, and that's so that uh, reflections of audio are not bounced off the recorder back into the microphones, um, which is very important. Uh, and then it has those four microphones built on top. It's uh, it's called a tetrahedral arrangement, um, and so you have a, a front up, uh, front down, back up, back down, and using those four capsules, we can decode from what's called Amazonics A, which is the raw data, to Amazonics B, which is a combination of those capsules um, that allows it so that when you put on your VR headset or when you're on Facebook and you click and you drag on the uh, 360 video, the video uh, moves, but the audio should move as well. Really cool stuff. Uh, tell us, uh, you mentioned availability is now. Uh, what about pricing? Uh, yeah, so in stores now um, for three forty nine ninety nine. Very cool, and it records either to an SD card or you do have uh, output as well, right? Uh, so there is a, a stereo output if you were using it with a camera, um, but yeah, most people record to an SD card. But it, it actually, uh, Ambisonics is a very versatile sound capture format, so you can take your four-channel ambisonics, and you could decode that into stereo binaural. And binaural is um, a stereophile that uh, tries to replicate the way that a human hears. So if you think about, you know, your standard X, Y mic you find on top of most of our handheld recorders, um, the mic capsules are very close to each other. That's not really how our ears are designed. So uh, binaural capture um, if you use a binaural microphone, as actually you, you take a mock head and you put two microphones where the ears would be. Using ambisonics, we can create that same feed um, using our four microphones so that you get the sense um, of spatiality of the location of sounds within a stereo field much more than you do uh, with standard stereo. Um, so that's a, another cool way you could use this unit um, and another way uh, if you were doing 2D video rather than 360 video. Um, that you can you can use this unit. You could also use it for live streaming. Um, and you, you look out there, and there's a lot of people live streaming 360 degrees, and this unit is able to do that. Now, you're also getting into, uh, well, you've been, I think, into it before, uh, but further into video capture. Uh, Eric, I'll, I'll let you tell us a little bit about the strategy here. Um, well, yeah, we started making cameras back around 2009 was the first one uh, with our Q3. And the concept there was to provide a small form factor camera that that's specifically, you know, suited for musicians. Because what was happening around that time is a lot of the action style cameras were, were beginning to rise in popularity back then. The GoPro, the Contour, uh, Sony Action Cam, things of that nature. And they were really good cameras, but they didn't have very good sound. So musicians were using these things on stage because of their size and the fact that they can mount them in fun places like a guitar headstock or a drum set, uh, but the sound just wasn't there. So that's that's what kind of propelled us into that in the first place with the original Q3. It sounded uh, 
incredible compared to the small form factor cameras that are out there. Uh, so from there, the, the line, the Q series, if you will, kind of evolved from there. Uh, first with the Q3 HD, which is simply a high definition version of the original. And then uh, we came out with something called the Q8, which is a hybrid device, if you think of it. Uh, it's, it's a video camera, but it also has XLR quarter inch combo inputs in it. So it's like a four track audio recorder with a camera built in, if you can, if that makes sense. Um, and that, you know, we, we saw that particular unit be used, you know, again, beyond film, uh, beyond musicians, I'm sorry, uh, filmmakers, podcasters, journalists, because of its size and its versatility and the quality of sound. So fast forward to now, our last two offerings were the Q2, which was uh, very successful and, and, Again, very, very small form factor. It's designed for musicians to be able to set it up and just hit record and go. And it sounds amazing and it's easy to use and all that kind of stuff. So the newest one that we're offering is now the, called the Q2N 4K, which is another uh, step up in the evolution here. And it's a 4K resolution camera in that small form factor that I mentioned that just runs on normal, you know, Double A batteries records from an SD card. There's no menu diving, no complicated uh, you know systems to go through. There's uh, different scene settings for different lighting conditions that are geared for musicians, such as settings like jazz club or dance club, etc. And um, you know we're really excited about it because it provides musicians with a very affordable yet very high quality solution to capturing video, either for YouTube or for their own personal rehearsals, for students, for teachers, anything like that. And when you talk about video in a, in a music setting, it can be tricky, can't it? Because lighting conditions are often dim or colored lights. It can get pretty funky. So tell us how you cope with that. Yes, it's actually it's, it's a big challenge for, for any camera manufacturer, really. But what we've done is we've, <clears throat> you know, the Zoom engineering team has done an incredible job studying these things and adjusting the sensor. Now, Fortunately, in this in this day and age, everything's digital, so it's not so much that the aperture has to open and close to, to allow different amounts of lights in and, and adjust the white balance and all that kind of stuff. It's all done digitally, so we are able to make almost a snapshot of lighting, such as, say, concert lighting, and apply that digitally to the camera so that it sets all those things automatically for you, um, you know, giving you the best possible picture in that setting. Now, the other thing the camera utilizes is an auto setting mode, which dynamically changes. So for example, if you're filming on stage and you have all these blue lights, <clears throat> and then there's a part of the set where everything turns to red or, or goes dark, uh, the camera's not gonna stay in that one mode that you set it in. The auto mode will adjust according to the different, you know, changing lighting conditions. So it's not a perfect science, um, but, you know, I think the camera gives the user the ability to find, you know, the groove in which to get the best possible picture. It doesn't give you A or B. It gives you uh, 12, 12 yeah. different uh, options to choose from. So, you know, for a camera that size and that price point, you have a lot of flexibility in terms of setting it up so where it's going to work optimal for you. And there's one more feature in this camera that, that makes it really perfect for recording a concert, and that's the angle of the lens. Um, so this new camera has a 150-degree lens. And, you know, some people aren't a fan of, of the almost fisheye effect you get on the edges. It's not quite as wide as a real fisheye. 
Um, but the good thing about it is that you can have the camera mounted right in front of the stage and get the bassist all the way to the right and the guitarist all the way to the left. Most cameras you need to mount, you know, a few feet back, sometimes even 10 feet back from the stage. And it's just not as good of a, of a shot as you'll get. You have that whole crowd in front of the camera and such. Um, so having that uh, wider angle lens really uh, opens up a lot of possibilities for uh, mounting that camera right in front of the stage and getting the best shot. Tell us about pricing and availability. So this camera is going to be $199.99, and we expect the first ones to be coming out into the market in, in a couple weeks. So we'll say end of November. And that's a pretty affordable price for for a high-quality uh, 4K camera. So you've paid some attention to to pricing here and uh, trying to uh, be very competitive. Absolutely. And and it's, we want creators everywhere to be able to get this camera. And the, the added benefit of, of that price point is you can easily have multiple cameras and do multi-cam setups. So by yourself with three cameras, set one up in front of the stage, one on the drummer's rig, maybe one on a guitar headstock or on a mic stand in front of the singer. And you can get three great shots, um, all with good usable audio, so you can kind of pick what audio um, you want to use and uh, and then combine those three in, into a, a live video. Sounds terrific. And I want to get into this just a, a little bit because you make so many different types of equipment for, for different scenarios. You've had uh, some great recording equipment, microphones that have uh, plugged into uh, iPhones and, and iPads and such. Uh, I'll let you tell us a little bit about that, but then uh, I guess Apple throws a little bit of a curveball by by going to uh, a USB-C plug. Tell us how you're coping with that. The challenge with with making devices for for, uh, mobile devices, whether it's iPhone or Android, is that, as you well know, the technology changes. If you think about, it wasn't that long ago that we're all carrying flip phones, and now we have, you know, computers in the in the full sense of the word in our pockets and and you know dslr cameras and 4k video cameras all in all in all in our pockets so the the landscape there changes so rapidly that anybody that's making a peripheral device for a mobile uh handset is you know faces a lot of challenges so that being said you know it's the old adage the best camera you have is the one you always have with you uh, so we kind of applied that to audio, which is why we made the first the IQ5 and now the IQ6 and IQ7, because your phone is the thing you always have with you. So for journalists or musicians or, or even uh, folks who are shooting videos from their phone, to have a high-quality audio solution that can plug right into the phone is, is super convenient and really transforms your device into something much more. Um, so that, that's kind of the mindset in which we decided to make devices like that. The reason that they're only iPhone is because the Android uh, ecosystem, if you will, is, is very fragmented in, in terms of software and hardware connection types. Hopefully in the future, everybody goes USB-C because that'll just make the user's life easier and, and manufacturers that want to make accessories life easier. So Apple, you know, switching from a 30 pin to lightning and now USB-C, it's nothing new. It's just another engineering um, milestone or, or progression, if you will. So we'll see in the future if we have anything planned down the line and we'll see if the new phones are going to have the, the USB-C, which I have a suspicion they will. But, you know, it's, it's a very interesting market to play in because everybody has a phone 
and you know it's it's one of those things that you can provide a great amount of accessories to transform that foam because you always have it with you um, so it's an exciting thing to play in but you know sometimes it could be a little bit of a of a minefield navigating the different uh, different requirements and operating systems and hardware connections but I don't think by any means that we're discouraged by uh, Apple's uh, decision to change connectors or or anything of the sort. I think our engineering team has probably already already knew that and is already considering that for future products. Probably hard at work as we speak on it. So for more sure info, more info uh, on your on your full lineup, which is really, as we said, very broad. Where do folks go? Sure. So they can find us, the uh, best place to start is our website, which is www.zoom-na.com. Uh, there's links to our Facebook page, which we are very active on, our YouTube, which we are very active on, Instagram, etc. But the website is the best place to start to get all the nitty-gritty product details. Great stuff. Samuel Green and Eric Bartow, thank you for taking the time with us. Thank you. Thank you. Now this. How many companies out there have continued to innovate when it comes to building a better radio? I'm Fred Fishkin, host of Textonation, and I'm here to tell you about the new CC SkyWave SSB radio from the wonderful people at C-Crane. Bob and his crew really love radio, and it shows in this new compact model that is packed with features. Beyond great AM and FM reception and sound, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. Listen to ham radio operators, aviation, and more. It's the radio you'll turn to every day and in emergencies. It will run for nearly three days on just two AA batteries. Pair the sleep timer with the new Soft Speaker 3, and you've got the perfect radio for your nightstand. Of course, it can wake you up too. Click on Ccrane at Textination.com and put in the code Textination for a free flashlight with your order. They love radio. And you'll love Sea Crane.